So how are you guys feeling about season two so far? I feel like it's been pretty good, right? It's been a lot of fun episodes. We started out with learning about TNT Midlife Mamas and their new YouTube channel. Brooke and Pippa living in a car as a car camper. And then Down Syndrome Awareness with Maria and Lucy. And now we're going to be chatting about Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Yes, something that definitely needs a lot more conversation, which is why I'm so happy to have TikTok influencer and caregiver Chris from Mary and Chris Life with grams to chat about it alzheimer's disease there's definitely a lot to know and i know chris will agree with me she's probably learned a lot more as she's become a caregiver but before we chat with her i want to play a video just about two minutes long just so that way you can understand what alzheimer's disease is a little bit better alzheimer's is a slow fatal disease of the brain affecting one in ten people over the age of 65. no one is immune the disease comes on gradually as two abnormal protein fragments called plaques and tangles accumulate in the brain and kill brain cells. They start here in the hippocampus, the part of the brain where memories are first formed. Over many years time, the plaques and tangles slowly destroy the hippocampus and it becomes harder and harder to form new memories. Simple recollections from a few hours or days ago that the rest of us might take for granted are just not there. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Alzheimer's disease is a brain disorder that slowly destroys memory and thinking skills, and eventually the ability to carry out some simple tasks. Okay, let's start the show and do what we're supposed to do. Um, I'm going to turn Chris's mic on and she's going to introduce herself to you. But again, as you're listening, keep all that knowledge that you learned at the start of the show, just so that you get a little bit of a better understanding. Hey all, I am Chris. I am 34 years old, living with my grandma, Mary, who is 84 years young and has Alzheimer's dementia. Before I became her full-time caregiver, I was a manager at a portrait studio, a photographer, and a bartender who enjoyed nightlife and traveling. But Gramps has always been my best friend. We even shared a room during my early childhood and I moved in with her as a teenager. So I am extremely thankful for our bond and the love we share. We've always been so close, and it's truly been amazing to have others experience our love as well. This is just the best. I absolutely love this. And I think the best part, honestly, is you've kept Grams in the back of your corner through everything. You know, you did photography, you did a bunch of other jobs, but you never forgot about Grams. And this was even before you became her caregiver, which is so special. And let's use Chris and Graham's relationship to almost like inspire us. Maybe if you haven't already, reach out to your grandparents, see how they're doing. The past two years especially have thrown us for a crazy loop. So why not see how they're doing? Say, hey, grandma, hey, grandpa, how are you doing? Are you holding up okay? And many of us during the pandemic have had a distraction, right? We've been able to work. We've been able to get out of the house. But for those who are retired or may have a more difficult time leaving the house, it could be really hard for them. So let's keep those people in the back of our mind and be just like Chris. Help out the older generations, help out our grandparents, and just make sure they feel welcome. Okay, so we know Chris as Mary's granddaughter, of course, and her full-time caregiver. But let's dig a little bit deeper. Where did things start for you, Chris? And what does your life look like right now? A little about me. I guess we can start with I am a Gemini uh, with a Scorpio moon and rising. It actually describes who I am pretty perfectly if you know anything about horoscopes. And growing up, Grams was obsessed with them. She got a monthly horoscope book subscription to the house, but more on Grams later. 
I was born in New York. I grew up in Las Vegas. And I always say I feel like I've lived a million lives already. I always describe myself as a go-with-the-flow, down-to-earth, day-by-day kind of gal. <laughs> I went to school for graphic design and photography in the early 2000s, where pretty much everyone else was going to school for the same thing. Um, my school actually closed down for fraud, but you live and you learn, right? I wasn't much for the nine-to-five life anyway. I prefer freelancing and the service industry, and I have much more of a get-up-and-go lifestyle. Living a thousand lives. I could totally picture that coming from your perspective, Chris. You know, you started out, you were born in New York, and then you grew up in Las Vegas. But I do want to mention after all that, you have an amazing mindset for this type of job. You're taking things day by day, slowly, and you're not going to let the stress take over. Best way to do it, I got to say. Because I know for a lot of people that are in your situation, it can bring on a lot of stress, and I'm sure you've experienced it. And for a lot of people, when they have that stress, it can be way too overwhelming. You can't go with the flow because you're almost so quick, 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 what's going to happen? What's going to happen? But you're laying back and you're like, we're just going to see what happens and we'll deal with it as we go. And trying something different and new can definitely be nerve-wracking, but I think the best part about you is even in the 2000s when you were in school, you went and did photography and interior design when everyone was following the same footsteps. So you kind of went out of your shell and tried something brand new, which I think is so cool, and it shows how cool of a person you are. Okay, so you went to school for photography and interior design, and you obviously did some freelance work as well, but what made you want to get into becoming a caregiver? Because obviously, I'm sure it's a big process. Where did you start? What did it look like for you? So how did I become a caregiver? Uh, Well, life happens, right? You know, Uh, we knew my grams couldn't be left alone anymore. So my mom decided that she would have grams move in with her. And that lasted a while, but eventually Graham's symptoms were only progressing and we needed more help on what to do. So finally, she was evaluated and diagnosed with Alzheimer's, but it's like, now what? My mom had already spent two years trying to help her and she felt defeated. Both of my sisters just had brand new babies and I didn't think I was stable enough to provide for her. So she went into a nursing home. I went to visit her every day before work and I would take her to my sister's as often as possible. We'd go out to dinner, we'd go shopping. I would do whatever just to keep her happy. I noticed a lot of things I didn't like about the situation we were in and the timing worked out because my roommate actually moved out to go care for his mom after she had a stroke. And that's when I just knew, I was like, I can make this work. And here we are five years later I truly believe she's been thriving with the help and the love and the care that she's been provided. Let's talk about a situation that was meant to be, am I right? You know, your roommate moved out, you knew it was a rough situation, and you wanted to make sure your grandma had a good life. And you did just that, and you've been doing that. And living with Alzheimer's is not easy, so I'm sure Mary absolutely loves having family. Of course, living in a retirement home is very special as well, and having great workers surrounding you. But nothing's like family, right? You always want to make sure you have great family surrounding you. And she has just that with you, Chris. And it's proven. It shows. If you check them out on TikTok at Life with Grams, you can see how happy Mary is to have you. Especially those hair videos. Oh, she looks so happy when she does her hair. I love it. So yes, I said it. Those hair videos, oh, they are the best. And she's so much fun on TikTok. But I want you, Chris, to chat a little bit about Mary and how much it must be an honor to be her caregiver. Now, Mary was born and raised in Queens, and she didn't leave New York until her late 70s. 
I describe Grams as your typical Italian New York grandma. She had the sass, the attitude, and the food. Always all the food. <laughs> uh, my family moved to Vegas when I was in high school, and Grams let me stay behind and live with her instead. She was just always there for me. Uh, I do whatever I can for my Grams now because she did anything and everything for me. Her heart was so big, she would give you the shirt off her back. Uh, that's just the type of human she was. She knew pain and she knew grief, but she always had a passion for living. And she's my reason why I'm here today. When she was suffering, I knew that I had to be the person she was for me. Isn't that amazing? Oh my God, I love that. You were able to be there for her just as she was there for you as you were growing up. Oh, I love this. This is such a great story. And I love how it's a two-way thing, right? Like I said, you started out with having grandma support you. And now you're able to do the same for her, which is so special, seriously. And as you've grown up, you've been able to start supporting Grams. But I love the TikTok that you posted today. I want to mention it. You posted about having a headache and Grams was still able to help you. So living with Alzheimer's doesn't take everything away from you. She's still able to be there for you. She's still able to support you like she did years and years ago. Oh, and before we continue, the food. Oh, I could just imagine. I'm sure, Chris, you were probably living your best life. I mean, Italian in grandma's house. Oh, it was probably just the best. Being able to be an incredible caregiver is something to be extremely proud of. And I'm sure for you, Chris, it's even more special that it's your own grandma that you're caring for. So what's some of your favorite things about what you do? Some of the positives. My favorite parts about being a caregiver is that I get to spend every day with my favorite person. I get to experience the purest love every single day. And she may not be able to say my name or know she's my grandma, but the love she gives me is always the same as it's been. Uh, I truly feel so fortunate and I cherish every hug, kiss, moment she tells me she loves me. But let's get real. Caregiving is hard. It is so hard. Uh, and you lose a sense of self, even no matter how hard you try. When you're a full-time caregiver, your heart and your mind are with someone else above your own needs and wants all the time. I would choose this life over and over and over again. I would do anything for my grandma, truly. But it's not for everyone. And it's not just keeping someone company. Caregiving is helping them complete everyday basic needs. It's giving them joy, comfort, um, activities. It's literally all of the things. Um, so there are lots of challenges, but there's lots of love. And I am thankful for that. And it does take a very special person to care give because like you said, there's a lot of positives, but it can get challenging at times because you're not just checking in on a person. You're making sure that they're doing okay. You're helping them out with the simplest task. And that's why it's not always for everybody. And sometimes you do have to put that person before yourself for many caregivers. But I think the best part for you, Chris, is you've always had that love in return, right? Just because Mary may not know that she's your grandma, the love has never changed, even from when you were younger. And for you, I'm sure that makes it all worth it, knowing that your grandma loves you regardless. And while you're on this caregiving journey, having people that are in the same situation as you and surrounding you and supporting you is really important. So why don't you talk about that? Turning to social media to share your grandma's story. I mean, this page originally started as a place for me to document our adventures and life together for just my friends and family. And I hadn't even really recognized myself as a caregiver just yet. 
I didn't know what this life would entail. I didn't know even what I was really walking into with Alzheimer's. But I started seeing other Alzheimer's and dementia hashtags, and I saw that there was already this small community of folks who were doing what I was doing. And many of them had reached out to me. They let me know I wasn't alone. And from there, our growth kind of happened rather serendipitously. Uh, Grams and I have always been open books. She lived with me uh, having the camera in her face even prior to dementia. I was always documenting everything. And so I knew that we had the ability to show people what life is actually like with this disease. When I started caregiving for her, I knew nothing about it. And having your platform had the growth that it's had, it's been so great for you because like you said, you've been able to talk with people in the caregiving community. But again, I'm starting to realize that it's also inspiring other people that may want to pursue this full time in the future. And they're watching your live streams, Chris. They're seeing your Instagram stories, your Instagram and social media posts. And they're probably thinking to themselves, I would want to pursue something like this. There's so many kind-hearted people out there that have a passion for helping out. And sometimes caregiving is the perfect way to do that. It has been truly amazing connecting with other like-minded individuals. Um, I feel like we're part of this secret club that no one ever asked to be a part of, but here we are. And I have been honored to share this dementia caregiver space with so many incredible humans. Um, Thank you all to everybody who reaches out and tells me how I've helped in some little way or the stories of your loved ones with dementia and just being there for one another. It's been an amazing community. Okay, as you're listening right now, do me a favor, okay? We need to show our support and say thank you to all the amazing caregivers out there, Chris included, of course. Not just taking care of our older generation, but anyone who may need a little bit of a lift and some extra support. In caregiving, it can be tough, as Chris mentioned, but we're so lucky we've got the good ones in the community that are always there to support. So thank you, thank you, thank you again. I won't stop saying it. Okay, Chris, where can we find you? Because I know after learning all about this caregiving and you and Mary, people are going to want to know more about your story and all the details and all that kind of stuff. So where can we find you on social media? So we are at Life with Grams pretty much everywhere, Uh, mainly on Instagram and TikTok. That's where you can find us the most. But I also have a Facebook that automatically posts my Instagram feed and stories. So if you're not on Instagram and you're on Facebook, you can find us there. Feel free to reach out to me via email at lifewithgrams at gmail.com. And last but not least, you can find all of this information and more about me and Grams at our website. It is lifewithgrams.info. Yes, do all the things. Go follow them, go subscribe to them, do all that kind of stuff. All the social media stuff. They deserve all the love in the world. And Chris, again, thank you so much for all you do. Your grandma is so lucky to have you. Well, I think it's a perfect time to wrap up Season 2, Episode 4, all about living with Alzheimer's and being Mary's full-time caregiver with Chris. Oh, it was so great, Chris, chatting with you, and I learned so much, actually. I went in not knowing enough, and it's almost inspiring to see how much work you're putting into being a caregiver. I just wanted to say thank you so much uh, to Chris for this opportunity to share a bit more of our life uh, with all of y'all. And thank you all so much for listening to me and uh, in sharing in our journey. And remember to lead your life with love and laughter. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. Lead your life with love and laughter. 
best way to end the show. So much fun. Thank you so much, Chris, for joining me. And thank you for listening to another episode of Chris Behind the Mic. Always remember, you can stay connected with me through social media at Chris Behind the Mic on all platforms. And if you're interested in joining me or you have an idea for an episode, anything, shoot me an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Well, that's all from me. I'm signing off and I'll see you next episode. See ya.